wait. It's already started. Oh, stink. What's, dude? What's your tagline? How long has it been? What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining back with us again. It's been a while, but we are back. You got Dustin and Dave. We are the two bald-headed duos. Two duos? So there's not four of us. We're the two bald-headed duos. No, that's, yeah, that's not right. It's not right. Well, welcome to the Useless Commentary. So, Dustin, man, it has been a while. And I've had people messaging me. I've had people telling me, yo, what's up with the podcast? We need some more coming action. What are you doing? And we've just been un... Well, we've just been crazy busy. First of all, I don't know who these people are that are actually listening to this. Well, but I have friends. Do you have friends? Uh, you. You have a friend in me. I gotta pay royalties now. Maybe, maybe. But anyhow, so listen, man. Let's just fill our audience in with what's been going on. And listen, I just want to say this: I have a baby. You do a new baby. Mm-hmm. Yep, fresh off the press. Yeah, and I have one on the way. You do have one on the way, and I think we mentioned that. It was like early stages. Nobody knew about it. No. We mentioned it mm-hmm. before you told anybody. Remember? It was like on the podcast. We mentioned it. and like yeah, We did. We let, <laughs> we let everybody find out on the podcast. So, man, uh, Amelia mm-hmm. is now two weeks or three weeks? Three weeks. It's like three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. 19 days because your wife said yesterday. Hold on. She's going to listen to this podcast. I just said it. She. The, she. Yeah, she. She. Amelia is a she, not a knit. Yeah. Yep. That's right. But anyhow, man, I've been busy. I got a baby. What have you been up to? Uh, you know, well, uh, just work. Uh, working on the house. Uh, changed jobs a little bit, so that's been cool, but we won't get into that. I changed jobs, too. Yeah, you did. Yep. We changed all changing jobs. Yeah. We started a church. Mm-hmm. Now that was in process. We were talking about that earlier, and man, God's been doing some cool things with that. But uh, what else is going on with you besides just the work thing, man? Built a pantry. You, I did. I got to see the pantry. It's a little rough. Needs some sanding. Well, yeah, because need, I just built the pantry. Yeah, needs needs a little love and care, and you know maybe some paint. Mm-hmm. Um, we can uh, we can do a paint party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chaz was supposed to be here helping, you know, with the paint party. Chaz, uh, Chaz did a lot of work for you, bro. Chaz did do a lot of work for me. Chaz, we got a shout out to our boy Chaz. I just left his house, actually. My wife's over there with all the kids. And he pulled up behind me. He shot a 10-pointer. Yeah, I was about to bring this up. And he lost it. He can't find it. And then he wants me to believe him. <laughs> so then he, he actually thinks I'm going to believe I'm not taking his word. I said, I want to see proof. So he has been searching for days. And uh, someone already found that deer. He said he found his arrow. So the deer literally like, like fell to the ground, decided to pull the, the arrow out, leave it with blood on the th- end and take off. That's a, that's what the deer did. No, the deer probably died. And then someone found the deer, pulled Chaz's arrow out, shoved it in the ground and said, I'm taking your deer. Cause that's how that happens. That's legit. That's pretty funny. Yeah. My sister-in-law shot a deer last night too. It was on Facebook. I guess she hit it, and then it took off running, and it ran like 35 yards. And, and she jumped, shot it. It jumped off a cliff. So she shot it, and then it jumped off a cliff and then died. It committed suicide. We need suicide awareness for deer. There was a deer in my front yard earlier. Was it the same one? No. But what? it was really lucky that I live in a very populated area. Do you think deer come back as other deer when they die? 
No. They just take the form of another body of a deer? No. I mean, it could happen. It, could it? Is that biblical? It's Adiaphora. It's useless. And that's why we, this is the useless commentary. <laughs> but anyhow, listen, listen, listen. Hold on. So, so let's talk about something pretty cool that definitely did happen. By the way, Chaz, we love you, man. Uh, you're a good guy. Yeah. You're a good guy. Good dude, man. Good dude. He's got a nice truck, too. You, Just bought a new truck. Hey. Chaz, and he doesn't get, drive it anymore. You got a nice truck. I was at the gym the other day looking for Chaz, and I was in the parking lot, and I'm like, where is Chaz's truck? And he's driving Naomi's car. <laughs> and I said, Chaz, you just bought this brand new truck. Where is it? He's like, man, it's not good to start them up and run them for short distances. It's a true statement. Ever. He wasn't lying. He's got a diesel. Mm. He is diesel. We're going to call him Chaz Horsley the Diesel Measel. Mm. Don't tell him about that. Let's see if he finds out. He won't. <laughs> so listen, let's talk about a little bit of something that happened spiritually within our lives within the past couple of months. We have not been on here. Um, I've been on a journey walking with a church plant, and it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barb and I have been um, virtual re- uh, retreats for assessments and all kinds of stuff, man. It's just been wild. It's been a good time. We've been able to see God doing some cool stuff at the church. He's just building his own church. And that is what's the coolest thing about it is that we're just along for his ride. And it's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. We've been able to see uh, some families coming out, family growth. People asking me questions, hard questions like, Hey, can I be a Democrat and still be a Christian? Like, Hey, if I don't fully support everything in regards to abortion, does that mean I'm not a Christian? I mean, just hard. People ask some real questions, mm-hmm. some serious stuff. Maybe I'll light you up with some of these questions in a minute. But here's what I want to do. More Moving on from me, right. I really want to focus on the, what God's done in your life because you went to a awesome retreat. It was a conference. Uh, retreat. It sounds it was a, It was a retreat because me and my wife got out of town for a while. Yeah. And we had not, we've not done that ever every time we try we get hit by a car <laughs> well we you're two you, hours out of town and you, get hit by a car you got a new van now did get a new van congratulations thanks you're new to me van soccer mom van listen i love that van uh, i would drive that van i get so excited when i get to drive I, that van. it has 298 horsepower does it really yes it does they're fast mm. it's got more horsepower the van or my kia the van. <laughs> the van will dust your Kia so bad. I love that I roasted you for driving a Mini Cooper for like months. And now you got a van? No, I drive a Kia Soul. You do have a Kia Soul. Yeah. But you remember the speakers the, light up. Listen, you remember the dancing like hamsters? Rats? Or are they hamsters? Yeah. No, I, you know why I know that's about why I, that? I, because every what? time I get out of that Kia in a parking lot somewhere, someone's like, where's all your hamsters at? Do they really? Yes. You get trolled? Yes. By random people in parking lots. It's like by random people who somehow still remember that commercial. It's a great commercial. I love watching it. I'm a hamster now. What? I don't know. I was just right, okay. So let's talk about the retreat, though. Yeah. No, Tell me about it. What did God do in your life, man? You know what? So it was. It's kind of funny. Um. So. With, with COVID and um, just really just not having um, a home church 
for a while and just been floating around and just doing different things. Um, I've kind of became real bitter for a while. Are you texting? <laughs> Somebody just texted me about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they listened to an episode that said, this just made my day. White Castle is coming. Woohoo! Did, did we, we talk say that? about White Castle? Yeah, we did. <laughs> it's still not here. If anybody was wondering, if you tuned into this episode because of the White Castle, yep. it didn't happen. I mean, I don't, it, maybe it will, maybe it won't. COVID happened. I'm still like creeping from my room like the creature from the Black Lagoon to eat frozen White Castles at, from Kroger. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, back to back to your story. I, I, ahead, yeah, you know, so, so I, I don't know, man. I've just been kind of bitter and just angry and frustrated at just a lot of different things well let's break that down man like so i mean people are gonna be like he's just bitter and angry about what yeah he's an angry old man yeah. grumpy old man remember yeah. that yeah that's gonna be me and you yeah that'll be awesome it'll I, can't, be funny. I can't wait till we get old no you know so here's the thing is when people are looking for a church and my wife and I have been on this church search for about two years now, which, first of all, is, is way too long. That's kind of unacceptable. Um, but when you are looking for a church, it's really easy for your preferences to get confused with non-negotiable things. Well, um, well they're not going to know what you mean. Yeah, so I was going to explain it. Were you going to do that? I'm going to slap you. Go for it. All right. So, you know, theologically we should line up on certain things it, with, with anyone we want to fellowship with, you know, the, the deity of Christ, uh, the fact that he's coming back, his sinless nature, Trinity, the Trinity. Yeah. So there are certain things that are just non-negotiable, but then there are things we forgot to mention salvation through Christ alone. We did by faith alone. I've been talking to a, a Calvinist or not Calvinist. I'm a Calvinist Catholic friend lately. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot who you were. You forgot what you were. No, I've been talking to a Catholic friend lately and I've been yeah. listening to a lot of Catholic apologetics, just kind of gearing up for just different conversations with people. And yeah, man, faith alone. It's important. They, they definitely don't believe in that. No, nope. that's for sure. So, um, so there, there are certain non-negotiable things, but then there are preferences, right? So, you know, um, I'm not a dispensationalist, you know, so. I mean, you're pretty darn close to being one, though. I mean, to keep it real, we've talked about this. I don't. It's like. I don't think I'm close to being a dispensationalist. I just don't think you know what a dispensationalist really is. I just, is. I think that you're you're close to being a dispensationalist. I, I, here's what I think. I, I, think would, I would. I think we need to take the word dispensation and everything else and put it in a toilet and flush it and just, let's just talk about what the Bible that says. That is Dave's way of saying he's no longer dispensationalist. No, I've quote unquote kind of whatever you want to call a dispensationalist that's you know what i'm saying like here's the point you're like slowly backing away from that flag you planted in nope, the hill all right i'm well, not no, anyway. I'm, i i but um, i hate i hate labels and and i think that's what you're talking about kind of is yeah so so it's, you hate being put into a label and having to be formed into what everybody says you have to be and then and you're looking for that in a church and it's a struggle well you, you know there's that um you know, and then there are things like, you know, music, right? So music is a preference for a lot of people. Child care, it's a preference. Um, you know, whether kids stay in service or if they, you know, go to a they nursery don't. or whatever. Yeah. You know, things like that are, they're negotiable. They're preferences. And, you know, I think for myself, a lot of those things kind of became intertwined to where, you know, I would go to a church and it's like, well, you know, this music's just not 
you know, spiritual enough. It's too K-lovey. It's too adult contemporary or whatever. It or it's is. too organy. Too, listen, if somebody can play an organ, I'll let them play it all day long. Yeah, but not when you have soundtrack organs. No, yeah, I mean like oh, a real whatever. So like a real organ, like they can play that all day long. Um, but like Sister Act organ. Yeah, that was a really funny film. I'm just saying, you know, I love that I was love a sequel. Back in the I, Habit. I know. I, so I've funny. seen a couple. So anyhow, so anyway, <laughs> so so you you've been on a journey with your wife and your family, pretty much trying to find a church. I, I know of a good church, by the way. Oh yeah, I do. Just started not too long ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, so and you know, and it's not just that, but you know, I feel like for myself, I've been in this this weird phase of spiritual growth. So, a little bit about myself, and I, I don't want to bash anybody in my past. You know, I, I I truly love them, and I'm really trying to kind of get over my own uh, bitterness, f- bitterness and failings uh, from my past in in certain churches, and um. You know, we have this stereotypical young, restless, reformed, angry Calvinist, and that was me, right? So when I first really learned, like, wait, like there's a context to the Bible and like God actually said something here to people, um, what I did was I took what was a new truth to me and I acted as if no one in my life believed it. Like no one had ever actually heard the gospel before, and I was the only person that knew what it was. <laughs> and you're the only one that knew the answer to salvation. Yeah, like I was the <laughs> smartest person I knew, and I mean, I would have never said that. And if you would have asked me, I would have denied it. But it was just the way I behaved, right? I think you're the smartest, dumbest person I know. And I'm, I'm actually just dumb. I just remember everything I've ever read. I'm I'm really stupid, but like I could tell you, like, oh, hey, so and so said this in this book on this page. Oh, okay. See, well, not page, but chapter. That went right right through my ear. It skipped the part where you're supposed to have a brain and went right out the other ear. Yeah. That's why I didn't get that. A little bit of cotton flow out the other side. That's right. All right. But anyway, so um, what was I talking about? (laughs) No. So, so really, I, I just became angry and bitter. And I really ruined a lot of good relationships Mm. and I really ruined my witness um, for the gospel with a lot of people because I was so angry and so frustrated and not, you know, I was just, you know, I was ready to just slay heretics with the word, you know, like, so what, what happened at the conference that really maybe is what, what, what took place at the conference then? What's changed? So, so, so let's. I mean, I wouldn't. Written well, you've been on a journey. I've been it, on this it's not journey, like this right? conference was it, but you didn't want to go to the conference. I didn't. My wife did. Yeah, and so so my wife runs the Biblical Woman podcast. Yep. Shout out to the awesome ladies there. We have Nicole Byron, by the way, yeah. cool, awesome woman, mm-hmm. loves the Lord, and uh, she's filling in for Miss Whitley, who had a baby. Chris and I, by the way, had a baby on the same day. Just giving a shout out. <laughs> just saying, uh, we we spoke that into existence. No, um, you did not. Yeah, no, that was the Lord. He just decided. But anyhow, Chris and I literally were in the hospital together, giving birth to our children. At the same time. And it, it was funny because I knew that he was in the hospital, and I knew that you were in the hospital. 
but I didn't know if either of you were really telling we people did, we, yet. Well, we we did. We literally met and prayed like three or four times. Like Chris was stressed out. And yeah, so like I didn't want to reach out to Chris and be like, "Hey, Dave's like two doors down from you." <laughs> we I were, didn't want to tell we, you that like, we were Chris literally was down the hall. We were literally right around the corner from each other. Yeah, that's hilarious. Funny. You know, I wanted you guys to have your time. You know, but <laughs> but um, anyhow, so. But um, the but the podcast, your wife yeah, basically so, talked you into getting to this uh yeah, meeting. Yeah. So so I mean, we live about four hours from Indianapolis, uh, which I've actually never been to Indianapolis before. So we, um, you know, the Cruciform Conference was held there this year, um, and so I we we started heading that way, and I was just not feeling it. Um, you know, it's just another Reformed Baptist conference. I've been to these before, um. You know, there's a lot of just I I, I don't know I don't know what a what's lot of going scholarly on. ego. That's the way I take it. Well, no, so but it wasn't. That's the thing. no 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 no. What I'm saying is that was maybe the mindset maybe you had. I I could be yeah, wrong, no, that but that's what mind. I would have. I would be like, man, I'm gonna hear all these guys who know a whole bunch of knowledge and a bunch of stuff, and some of them are great dudes. But I'm just saying that that's usually sometimes what I get from talking to people like you well you know shut up <laughs> you know, so, so really kind of what i expected was to get there and it was going to be a bunch of guys talking 10 feet over everybody's heads um what was one of the most practical things you got well you know so i think it's deeper than that so okay. so let's let's kind of back up so we're on our way to indianapolis i don't even think we made it anywhere yet we haven't so we were on our way from uh, – we drove from Portsmouth your, your to, house. to Cincinnati to Dayton and then from Dayton to Indianapolis. What? We actually went and met Nicole at Byram in person. Oh, so that's we, right. We she did, yeah, you told me about that. You did. Yeah. Uh, so we drove uh, that Shout way. Shout out again to Miss Nicole to Byron. Um, and it is a complete straight shot from Dayton to Indianapolis. Just – Totally straight for like two hours. Straight, no no curves, no turns. No no turn. It is a straight road. It is absolutely perpendicular. I have never gone that far in one direction in my life at one point. One now. direction, the band? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to let's get back to what God spoke to you about. My bad. Okay, so so anyway, so we're we're just on the way here, and I'm just. <laughs> kind of annoyed like i'm like i got this pantry to build i got work to do at the house like your wife told me about this on apex by the way did she so i'm just frustrated <laughs> and we're on our way there and i said just so what are some of the breakout sessions like thinking like maybe there's going to be this redeeming quality about this conference and uh if, by the way if you were at the conference and right now you're thinking like who's this jerk keep listening um so <laughs> Uh, so I said, so what are some of the breakout sessions? And one of them was how to embarrass your enemies while glorifying God. And I thought to myself, I'm like, see, that's exactly this reform mindset I'm trying to distance myself from. And I think I ranted for like an hour and a half on the way there. Just about, you know, this just this angry, you know, mentality that a lot of a lot of. A lot of times you see it on the internet. Your wife listened to you that whole time. She did. God bless her. I was going to say because, dude, I would have just slapped you and threw you out the car. So anyway, anyway, we get there and you just dismissed me slapping you and throwing you out the car. You couldn't. You couldn't do it. You're right. My arms are too small. They're like T-Rex arms. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I'd be <laughs> can you picture that? It'd be like me like on uh, Toy Story. Remember that little T-Rex guy trying to save you with my arms, trying to push you out? It wouldn't oh work. Gosh. So anyway, so so we get to the conference, and they were having a pre-conference on the sanctity of human life. Um, 
So, you know, like uh, Andrew Rappaport was there. Justin Peters was there. Uh, a couple of local guys. It was, I mean, a, it was a good pre-conference. Conference, yeah. Yeah. So while I was there, I just kind of struck up some conversations. And, uh, you know, we met this other couple uh, who they have a ministry called the Think Institute. So if you guys get a chance, check them out. Um, and they said, well, hey, let's go get some dinner. So we did. And we just sat down and we just got to have an adult conversation with other people without. Wait a second. Know, First off, I wasn't like, invited. Number two, don't we have adult conversation? We do. But like, I don't know, man. It was different. Uh, it I, was was away different. From, it, I was away from home. Like I'm hurt. My wife and I got out of town. I'm hurt. It was just relaxing. I'm hurt. Oh, let's go have a conversation. All right. Hey. What's up? How are you? Get, get out of here. All right. So anyway, um, you know, so we just had just some solid just gospel conversations with these folks and just in, and really enjoyed our time. And uh, at the uh, kind of at the end of the conversation, he goes, "Yeah, man, you should come to my uh, breakout session Saturday morning." It, oh, how no, to, it wasn't. How to embarrass your enemies while glorifying God? He's like, "I know it's a real clickbaity title, and that's not what I wanted to go for, but I figured it would, you know, get people's attention." And I felt two inches tall. So you basically, in sinfulness, mm-hmm. complained about this title, but ended up going out with this dude, and you didn't know, and it was his class you were going to be attending. So no, what what had happened is I had taken these things that I disliked about myself mm-hmm. and said subconsciously I can be mad at those people and not be mad at myself. Mm-hmm. So I internalized all of my sinful guilt for my past of just being an angry reformed kid onto everybody who's actually a solid Christian. And then judge this guy before I ever met him. There's a lot of sin in there. No, and just... God was like, you know what? He's a <laughs> he's a really cool dude. And you know what? You're gonna feel like a big. So piece of so poop. tell me, how was it? So I actually left. Early. You didn't even stay the whole time. No, I did. I listened to it on the way home. Oh, you mean you left the conference? I left the con. Well, yeah. So oh, I left the conference before the the breakout session. Oh, but I listened to it on the way home. Okay, it was good. I was gonna say you try to you really try to avoid it. No, no, I listened to it on the way home. It was good. good. Um, but you know, the so way, overall it, takeaway from the conference, what did you leave with? What was one of the most pivotal things for you? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it was just if you could tell our listeners something that you got that that has changed or radically moved in you to help them from the same pitfall, what would it be? I think what it what was good for me was seeing that the people who we tend to interact with on social media, who tend to be theologically intelligent, yet really, really angry and hateful, um, that they don't represent the overall reformed community. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think maybe we'll do a, a podcast later on of, confessions of an ex-meme lord when i can talk about like uh when i used to run canons of dork but so you know a lot of times we see like these really hateful angry posts that are coming from a theologically correct spot um and we think man you know like those those guys in that camp are really awful but that's just like one guy running that running that page or whatever or you're just interacting with one or two people or maybe it's just this one group on social media 
that you're interacting with, or maybe it was just that one church or that one pastor. But what I really walked away from is the, I think, ability and the spiritual illumination to see that God is truly working through different groups of people. Um, does that, I mean, no, so, so check this out. Uh, Kat and them on their biblical woman, uh, podcast Mm -hmm. are going to be speaking about something in regards to false teachers. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it today in the sermon where we're talking about how, you know, you can have great people with great motives, but they have a false foundation of truth. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that on the opposite spectrum of that, you can have great foundational truth and have the wrong motives. Yeah. So I think that's something that you found maybe in, in whatever you were, you know, wrapped up in. And now you guys are on a journey finding, try to find a church where you can serve and be used and glorify God in. Uh, again, I know a good church. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but anyhow now on a real note man we you know we love you and we're praying for you guys and um yeah man stay with it that's awesome man. i'm glad that he's working in you i mean yeah no, the I, problem would be is as if he's not working in you then you know there's an issue and you should be scared mm-hmm. you know i think that uh we as christians what happens a lot of times is we don't allow the spirit to work in us and to correct us and we just stay prideful and i think that's a scary thing is that we got to stay humble mm-hmm uh, constantly looking to grow, fix the things, the fr- problems that we have, you know what I mean? Judging not right. But truthfully, he tells us to judge. You just need to make sure that you don't have that massive sin, you know, stuck in your eyeball and you mm-hmm. need to get that corrected, right? Get that fixed. Yeah. And you know, I think, man, that's an important statement right there. I think oftentimes God will show you the worst parts of yourself through other people wow. in a much lighter way. So the things that frustrate us about others, the things that we become agitated with or angry with or, or, or whatever, I think we have to look back into our own heart in light of scripture and think, why, why am I so upset? And and a lot of times it's because, you know, for myself, there's something in myself I'm not dealing with. Right. So there's this anger. And I think, man, you know what? I, I will say there was a turning point uh, at that conference. And Justin Peters, if you don't, do you know who that is? No, I think I listened to, I saw you posted some stuff. I yeah, listened so, to like two people, but I didn't catch your names. Yeah. So, so Justin Peters was talking about um, sinful anger. And man, so hang on, let's back up again. So I'm sitting here through this sermon, right? And the, you know, here I am all self righteous and puffed up or whatever. And the guy starts listing all these sins. And, you know, about, um, you know, how, how we need to repent and all these things. But, you know, so he starts listening to these sins. He's like, you know, y'all are, you know, cheating on your taxes and cheating on your wives and lying and stealing and murdering. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm doing all right. And then he's like, you're sinfully angry. You're harboring resentment. <laughs> and it was like, he mentioned, it was like he God the it. Father took me to the woodshed in that moment. Yeah. Like. So let, let, let's let's but, do this. Well, hang, hang on. Hang oh, you on. got something else? I got something else. I got something I'll else. I'll go for it. So so Justin Peters gets up after that, and he starts talking about sinful anger and resentment. And then he said he quoted, um, I believe it's Ephesians, not to let the sun go down in your anger. Mm. And then he tied that back to 
Old Testament imagery of Joshua's long day. So the nation of Israel is fighting this battle. And as they're fighting, the sun stayed up. So it's not just don't go to bed mad. It's fight against your anger in the same way that Joshua was fighting metaphorically. I mean, you're not going to go stab your anger, (laughs) but you know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, we could. Don't take that literally. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, takeaway from this, I think for all of us would be this. Hey, how's your sin? How's your pride? How's your anger? How's your bitterness? Right? Because those things can literally cause in you a corrosion within your heart and it will cause you to self-destruct. Yeah. That stuff will eat away at you and it will cause you to be miserable. Listen, don't let other people steal your day. Don't let a minute from somebody else or a half hour or a short period of your life ruin the rest of your life for what God has for you. And so, guys, listen. I know we we talk about some useless stuff all the time, but as we we wrap this up today, I hope that this thought really resonates that, hey, with God, we always have the ability to change if we're allowing ourselves to be in submission to what he has to say to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that you're working in, man. I'm glad to hear it. It's awesome. So listen, this is useless commentary, but not all of this was useless. Just the parts where I was speaking. All right, guys. Have a great week. Peace.